Hello everyone and welcome to the Inside Scoop episode 25. That is a quarter of our way there to 100. Ooh. Um, yeah, it's like when you put it this way, right? Just like one-fourth of 100. It's still far, far from, from there because what is it? We need like three times that, four times that. And uh, I mean, but still... Just keeps going. We just keep keep doing it, I guess. So, um, talking about doing stuff. Remember our summer goals, Oscar. I remember our summer goals very well. Yeah, well, it was a it was a an idea to sort of try accounting each other, I guess, on on the different things that we set out to do and. Uh, I was a bit concerned with, uh, well, happy that you, you're doing the, you know, paid work endeavors with the websites. and But uh, I just wanted to check in if you're spending at least any time uh, in terms of doing the AI that you set out to. Yeah. So I've actually, I guess, kind of started on the plans that I've made. And that's since I've started doing the paid work. So it's been kind of like, I think maybe less pressure to do it. And mm. in effect, I've actually done it. Because <laughs> when the whole thing was about, I guess, doing it, I mean, I was I was just in a weird place anyway. I was just still kind of recovering from the semester and it was quite a long time, but there was, it was, there was quite a lot to recover from, mm -hmm. not to get into it. But... Um, yeah, and just in regards to our kind of thing that we set out to do every week for the summer to kind of keep ourselves accountable and, and your message that you just sent me before the podcast asking about uh, if, I, if I want to talk about, about this thing that we set out to do, mm -hmm. uh, keeping in mind how little progress I made in regards to the plans I made in the first month, I guess, of the break. It's already been a month. Really? Um, oh, wait. Oh, it was. Oh, something damn. like a month, yeah. I'm looking at, at the calendar, and it does say July now. Wow, dude. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? Um, but let's not meditate on how much we have left. But anyway, <laughs> I wrote a... Because then I'd be like, oh, it's still three months. It's all right, but... No, anyway. <laughs> nah. So I wrote this monologue in response to that, and uh, it might be interesting. Mm -hmm. So here it goes. It. I feel like the rules or goals that we set ourselves are important, but sometimes we need to set them at the time when we are ready to take them on. I'm sorry. When, so we have the strength to abide by them or execute them. As you like to repeat, insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. And what I'm referring to here, which is not part of the monologue, is how this keeping ourselves accountable hasn't really been taking any effect on helping me at all for the, for the past four weeks. Um, so, going on. As always, there is never an absolute truth that we could know in these matters. And all of the mantras that we come up with to describe them is beating around the bush of saying that it is all absurd. 
sources of motivation come in different forms in different times. And yes, it absolutely suits me to say this at this time. When we set ourselves strict rules, there must be a tipping point where we realize the wor they work against us. To conclude this, I can only say that motivation comes when it does. The reason we're doing any of this is because of some innate desire to. You become indoctrinated by the universe in the years when you float freely unaware of your place in the world. And you regain that by thinking and you can regain that by thinking less and simply doing more. The end. Wow. Delivered just like Ronald Reagan, man. Hell yeah. Ronald Reagan. I <laughs> listen to Ronald Reagan. I don't speak know, much, man. Sure. It's, uh, <laughs> no. Uh, okay. I I just mean you know in a, in an official manner and uh, well. Yeah. But I I get I get the gist of what you mean. Yeah. Uh, it's a very good. Um. Yeah, it's good that you notice it, right? Because. At the same time, you may be, you know, beating yourself for f up for for like not following through with something, even though. So I guess that's what I wanted to talk about today a little bit, at least, uh, is when is it okay? And I have a suspicion that we talked about this before, but when is it okay to not commit to a goal anymore and just f uh, figure out that we may want to change it, or? you actually are bringing a very interesting point. When is it okay to set out goals for yourself, you know? Maybe sometimes all you need to do is just say to yourself, that's it, I'm committing. And by doing that, you're forcing yourself to commit. But in order to achieve the most effortless... Um, you know, in, in order to find the most, I guess, effortless path towards your goal. Because as much as, you know, you want to deal with crap that's thrown your way when you're reaching something, but still you want to set yourself up for success, as you know, as they say. When do you think it's the right time to set the goals for yourself, I guess? <sighs> You'll know, I'd say, when the right time comes. Mm -hmm. mm. Well, from experience, I mean, I've taken this to the extreme, to an extreme, um, I mean, in, in the semester, where I was kind of already kind of uh, feeling really shit about things in general, and I just kind of kept pushing myself. I was like, there is no excuses. Uh, and I think it was just kind of detrimental um, to where whatever I was doing, I wasn't really putting everything behind it because I wasn't feeling great already. And that just resulted in, uh, you know, snowballing and to just feeling more and more shit, like, mm. uh, like a beetle rolling a big ball of shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, God. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Some people want to struggle, you know. It's uh, I've heard about, well, not about, but, you know, when, when Jocko Willink talks about stuff in his podcast, um, he 
usually talks about topics like these because um, he's getting asked questions like that about from you know people who who want to know about the discipline and and everything that he has developed himself as a Navy SEAL. So I, I liked an interesting thing he said uh, about pushing the ball up, uh, up the mountain, you know, up the hill. Uh, the, what is it, the, the Sisyphus, isn't it? Mm -hmm. the, a figure from Greek myth mythology. So he's like, yeah, you, you push that ball and then, well, the rock. Uh, and if it, <laughs> so I liked when he said it, and if it doesn't roll down, I would just push it down myself. <laughs> <laughs> so that was an interesting uh, way of looking at it. It's it's like, I guess this means that you're sort of exposing yourself to constant pressure, struggles almost. Yeah. To grow and to to keep going. Because I would imagine this, you know, beautiful moment of, of Sisyphus just uh, resting up there on the hill, realizing that the rock is not falling down, you know, and then if you allow yourself this little break, um, well, it's not a definite and absolute truth, you know, as as always, we can just probably say that to every every single thing that we talk about. It's just there's no absolute truth, but... yeah. Sometimes this giving yourself a little break breaks the cycle and it it may be harder to get into it, for example, when the rock falls mm -hmm. down again, you know, it's kind of, and I've noticed it. I've been binging two seasons of Silicon Valley yesterday night, for example. It wasn't as bad as last time, which was, you know, till 5 a.m., Today it was only like till 2.30 and I already felt kind of tired. Um, but still, it's, it's something where I was doing well. I was, you know, going fine without it all. I was just, you know, waking up in the morning when we even, you know, went on walks to, to have this little rest and uh, boom, then now something happens and there was like a, a break in the chain, in the cycle. I don't know what's yeah. happening, but you know, I just feel like something's falling apart again. And I feel like the walks were good. Uh, I mean, I just naturally like it was like a little extra nudge that I needed to go for a morning walk, or I would, I would go for a morning cycle. But um, just the fact that like you might message me saying like asking if we're going, you know, go mm -hmm. for a walk, or I'll message you like when one of us forgets or thinks we're going to get away with it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's, again, the accountability thing. But I don't want to, you know, I don't want to say the accountability thing is an, an actual thing or it actually does anything because it doesn't necessarily right. But Yeah, and it also, you know, it also depends on, I guess, our, how determined are we to push each other and stuff? For example, yeah. if... Uh, if I don't hear from you, I'm like, yeah, right. So like maybe as you are now, for example, working on the website and, you know, we've had chats on how it's going for you and then that, you know, you have to communicate with client and everything. It means that I just think of it like, well, you know, you're busy and it 
absolutely makes sense because you know you you're taking the website live and then now you're kind of under i don't know pressure whatever maybe at the same time i should just drag you out of it and say yeah maybe we should just like 15 30 minutes or so of just resting and but yeah it's hard to to get the balance right i think so i think that's the way uh, i mean both the client because i'm working uh, i guess you would call it freelance right mm-hmm. um i i don't i don't have any strict schedule or sorry i don't have a strict schedule but i don't have a strict kind of plan for the day i can start later if i want to <laughs> Um, obviously you would want to be there at 9am where you know the normal time so you can answer to your clients calls Mm, yeah Um, but uh, it's not something I've developed quite yet I started to notice that it would be quite um, (laughs) more professional to do so uh, which might be helpful Mm. Um, but I've had so much more clarity mental clarity after these walks in the morning for Mm. the day um so, and uh for example i mean i'm happy to keep going with them i like yeah, being outdoors so we should and uh i'll get into it we, i noticed the complete opposite for some reason hmm. no joke I, it's probably not because of the walks probably not i don't know what but it's again i'm at a, at a point where i only write a single line of code a day which mm-hmm. is very kind of I don't know what, you know, pushed me out of that rhythm. Something broke, something happened where today, for example, I was kind of procrastinating all the way till I just, you know, sat down and said, okay, I'll implement this function. And then I spent an hour and a half trying to figure out my old code, thinking like, what were I doing? And at the end of this, all I needed to do is add one single line. And that, you know, implemented the feature by adding one line. (laughs) and that's it i was like okay that's good i'm happy with the progress (laughs) which is i should push myself more but maybe the the ambiguity that comes with the the way that my project is heading right now um i re-released a game today i have chatted with a couple of friends and then i remember that hey there's this android game i released in like 2015 and it was kind of fun and then the friend is like, oh, is it still up there? Can you just release it? And so I went through a, like a release thing, updated everything, released it again, just so. So I'm feeling that I do something right, but mm-hmm. but I'm not happy with the progress, the way it's going right now. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, and the point is, I don't know what happened, right? It's maybe well but the thing is the twitch affiliate that that i am proud of and you know i reached it and hooray finally and Mm -hmm. but i don't think that was something like boom that's it you're done there's no need to do anything else you know maybe maybe just feel tired like i don't know dude there's something wrong about like the past weeks I want to just take a step back from that because I I can't tell you something that will make you feel better. Just can't. Um, It's just a matter of how things are. But um, I just blanked. (laughs) 
I think I'm just. Oh yeah. Okay. I've got it. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Go on. No, I just say I, I'm just in a perpetual loop of of like. Uh, loop of good, good productive days and bad days, and it's just you know yeah. sort of going as a wave. It comes. Then I feel like I I did more in in four hours than I would in like a week, and then boom, the next week, I do work for the whole week and then I only done progress for four hours so it's like you know I keep looking at the thing on my wrist which is you know the yin yang symbol the the balance uh, and yeah I think that maybe at the end of the day if you you know if you take a data for example if, if talking statistics or something and you you draw a curve in the middle of, of like averaging all the points which are scattered on the graph you just get this line and, and it as long as it's still positively going and going right. up or whatever. So these outlier yeah. days, which are like very productive or very not productive, then maybe they're, we shouldn't. So I think, I mean, that's an interesting thing that I think about a lot of the whole, I mean, as soon as you mentioned the wave, the balance, I, I think about that so much, but I was actually, We'll, we'll go on to that, I guess. I'll remember that. I'll mm -hmm. write down a little keyword that will remind me. Uh, but the kind of, uh, I guess, pushes us forward is just how unsatisfied we're always, we always are with where we are. Mm. <laughs> I think some people are, are more satisfied where, where they are. And it's like a fixed thing across time. Some people are kind of always quite satisfied in a just, you know, steadily going forward. And other people are kind of quite a bit more unsatisfied with where they are always and are always trying, you know, pushing themselves forward. And, and Jocko, Jacko, Jocko Jocko talks about you. this. Uh, so it's it's just this innate, this, this, it, and I think he talks about this anyway, this, Nah, for him it would just be nah, he, he would just always say like that's it just go do it like doesn't matter how you feel just go do it i mean yeah yeah he's an I absolute that one, absolute but... machine and when it when it comes to wanting something or not wanting i mean i would assume that his thoughts uh on this from what i have previously researched would be yeah comfort zone is something to be avoided i guess but again you know he comes I mean, from, it's that, but just just the fact that some of us are striving for something, and some other other people are, you know, happy wherever they are, and that's cool. But so do you um, think if we if we are more likely to always feel unhappy and uncomfortable, we would probably push more? Yeah, I mean, it's not something you can teach anybody. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if you can, for, I mean, maybe for experience, for the indoctrination or something. But as I said in my little monologue, that's the first time I think I've said, said it that way. Mm -hmm. We're indoctrinated by the universe in the years where we float, float freely unaware of our place in the world. So we're not reflecting, reflecting on, on, on ourselves, on our experience in the world, or on our place in the world for the first 15 to 17, 18 years of our lives, maybe. Progressively, more obviously, but, mm -hmm. uh, and um, it's when we kind of develop some kind of some kind of a way we we do things, our our temperament, um, 
and along the along with that you know our how satisfied or dissatisfied we are at all times with ourselves and i don't think you can teach anybody that it's a and, and it doesn't matter because just the fact that you're not happy with where you are right now means that you're going to push yourself and like you can't compare these things between I mean, you can compare these things between people. You can look at how successful people are in their own fields. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, it's, you can't take a clear measurement of how dissatisfied somebody is. I think if you speak to somebody, they'll be able to tell you, more or less, mm. uh, if you introduce them to the idea. Because you, you get, you know, quite a few people, when they see you stressed out, they've had this happen to me when you see you stress out about things, not reaching your goals and stuff like that, which is the dissatisfaction, they'll be like, you know, just relax, you know, there's no need to push so hard, why you don't do this to yourself and all of that. But that's basically you, that's, that's, that's the reaction you have because you're not happy with where you are and you never are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then probably so I'm currently thinking about, you know, as 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 the, this uh, may sound uh, for some people, for example, this may sound uh, counterintuitive, uh, and as we all should, you know, be sort of constantly striving for for success, for happiness, for feeling good. But then I think we've talked previously even about how you're you're never actually gonna be in a place so you have to define for yourself what do you think success or happiness is for you personally and so then i think that awareness of this fact makes it easier to push forwards when bad days come you know like absolutely like everything's going to to shit and then you just kind of confused but then when you realize and remember that yeah this is what builds you up and it just uh yeah so what i mean is is you know some people are unhappy at all at all times but sometimes there's other people who are just in general in life unhappy it feels like they're not pushing but they're still unhappy and right. there's a yeah so there's another you know side of this I coin. See the distinction you're making there yeah, yeah like there are some people who may not yeah, be ha happy, comfortable happy. but still well happy being unhappy i used no unsatisfied but mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah but yeah. still like you know sort of being unsatisfied but satisfied satisfied with being unsatisfied almost yes <laughs> yeah but then another thing right so me for example i can be maybe satisfied with that i am unsatisfied because i'm looking at it from the zen-like uh nature of, of of things where i know that this is not uh, you know, definite, and then maybe it's morphing and changing and everything, and I'm acting. But again, there's probably other people who are satisfied with being unsatisfied, and they're not doing anything. So it's kind of weird how to freaking. But no. Well, know that there is a place where you can be, where you're following the same routine every day, and you get very comfortable with it, and it allows you to sustain yourself put a roof over your head and put food on your table 
and that's enough and it's quite comfortable mm. and then whatever happens you know whatever the world throws at you that's what's going to be uncomfortable um and you're you're going to experience this discomfort because you're not always uncomfortable so you're going to feel it um but if you're always <laughs> just putting yourself you know being like you you get you get comfortable and then you get kind of suspicious I'm like okay what's what's going on here mm. why why am i comfortable right now what's going on yeah. <laughs> it's not right as long and as you're you aware get of addicted, this and you could get addicted to it mm. <laughs> and i guess and it's not necessarily i mean I, I i don't draw a distinction between good and bad addictions uh i think it's ridiculous but well, in that context, okay, and never mind. But it's just, uh, yeah. I mean, it's 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 going to it's going to mean you always push yourself, and you're always not sure where I'm really going with this. To be honest, I yeah, I was going with this, but I can take it from here if you want. So sure. It is quite a deb debate to be had if harmony is a thing to be striving desired. for. Well, desired, yeah, to to be desired. And uh, I've had uh, so this film camp, and uh, we were getting well. It's 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 less of a formal lecture from a film director, but it's something where you just you know have a chat. Um, be in a more informal environment and the i've had like a, almost a one-on-one -on -one conversation about harmony and how in theater especially and in life you should not have any harmony how harmony creates conflict uh no i think the op <laughs> the opposite way the other way around but if you reach achieve harmony in life that could mean you know having a roof over your head having a car having a wife uh, in in case you're you know we're male and uh having children maybe and just sitting there as uh as the director put it digesting so you're sort of sitting on your couch and digesting life digesting your situation which is kind of something where you just sit and feel satisfied with where you are and uh, his advice was always to to not go for this to to destroy it if you ever find yourself in such a place you should destroy it and then it all ties down uh, ties back into what Jocko Willing said about the pushing the rock down because it's a harmony it's a perfect balance the rock is on the on the mountain and it's not moving isn't that a perfect harmony it's just beautiful there is a lot a lot of you know potential energy but but it's just there so yeah it's like you should well, not there's a the eminent eminent danger of some strong wind blowing and then you're <laughs> unprepared to push it back up yeah but if you push it back down yourself, then, you know, you're like showing the middle finger to the wind. You don't care about the wind. You're like, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll handle it myself. <laughs> so 
yeah it was a, it was an interesting discussion more of a not, a, not even a, a dialogue but between like me trying to get more like w wait what do you mean you know and then now i i understand that watching a movie where there's no in inciting incident or there's no anything that creates conflict in the movie for example like w what movie would you like to sit and watch where there's no conflict in the movie mm -hmm. it's just boring it's plain boring just you, you there's no well i'm not gonna say there's no movie there are some movies uh even well maybe some experimental stuff maybe something like Koyaniskatsi or or some some stuff like that it's a it's an experience but it still creates this questioning conflict that movie that, which i mentioned but but yeah you know when you're watching a superhero movie for example that's the most basic example like i hate superhero movies like don't don't take me wrong i i support everyone watching whatever they like it's just i don't like them but you can see such a beautiful formula of this is a superhero so you know that's the the harmony that's a superhero and then something happens boom you know you, something got stolen something got killed and then now the superhero needs to you know fight them so that that's what it is the movie is all about the conflict and i think in life we should maybe in order to achieve something because you know in movies usually if you have a beautiful nice you know they lived long after and stuff the beautiful mm -hmm. ending you usually have a very strong conflict in order to reach that beautiful ending so i believe in life you know if we want to get somewhere or not necessarily get if it's just a journey that we're enjoying but still we need a con like some conflict that's happening right yeah yeah i mean interesting. We've, we've hit the 30 minute mark yeah but uh, if but if you're willing to i no, can no. introduce the i'm actually done with my idea and unless you have something on top of that right no if you're if you're willing to i could just introduce the philosophy i was i was uh so excited before uh the podcast about oh did you come up with the philosophy okay you know i thought you were listening to me when i when i said it well i was <laughs> okay oh, i'm just uh reacting now <laughs> okay <laughs> right this is a delayed reaction not artificial reaction <laughs> anyway so um i was thinking i mean I, it's kind of started a while ago and we talked about this i think also on the podcast of this idea of at this moment in time you're one person a little bit in the future you're a different person um with this dimension of time yeah so true. If you i had now to debug meet... some code today and i just asked who the hell wrote this code and then i realized <laughs> that i'm the only person working on this project and uh, yeah i was like oh sure and well i'll just quickly intervene but there mm -hmm. are three people working on the project usually it's the past you it's the present you and it's the future you so when you're so when you are the present you, you should always be trying to, you know, prepare it in such a way where future you is happy with the past you. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Yeah. But. <laughs> Definitely. Um, 
So there's yeah. a version of yeah you were you were saying sorry. so so that kind of this kind of builds on top of that um, or follows on from that, meaning at any given point in time, or at 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 the there's one moment where your kind of worldview or your attitude and and or your your opinions and stuff are all fixed, um, and we can say there's like a, a short period of time where. You're kind of explaining your, you're kind of maybe setting your goals or setting some rules, uh, or talking about some ideas. They exist kind of in this worldview, in this fixed moment, um, and they make sense and they could be an absolute truth in this moment. Um, so to have an absolute truth, you have to have some defined space. Some defined space of ideas that it builds on top of, and they have to be fixed. So if you if you want to fix it, you can fix the time, or you can fix your worldview by pausing the time. And if you take a small enough, if you know, however it, however long it takes you to present an an absolute truth, let's let's make that a period of time where. Um, your worldview changes ever, you know, very, very, only very slightly. That it, it's, it, it's, um, it's minuscule. It doesn't matter. So the, your worldview for that kind of that space of time is fixed, and so your idea at the time when you're telling it is an absolute truth in the moment that you're telling it. But then you add the dimension of time, and as you go forward in time, suddenly your kind of idea that you had no longer checks out because your worldview worldview has now changed. Mm -hmm. I think that's overcomplicating shit. <laughs> but, um, and so that in, in the context that kind of came about from thinking about the goals and the rules that we set ourselves, they're kind of like an artificial thing that transcends the time. So while our worldview might change, across 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 time across this dimension we have some sort of a reminder say we have something written on a wall or whatever mm -hmm. some sort of a reminder that always veers us back onto a fixed goal across this time now another way of doing this i guess that i would say is more natural and we've we've kind of explored this idea before is instead of setting yourself a goal uh, and reminding yourself of it constantly and making sure that you're following it instead indoctrinate yourself i mean i, I guess it's the same thing but actually indoctrinate yourself for repeating something to yourself say every morning or every night uh, to make yourself make your ch change your make your worldview this kind of make this thing in your worldview kind of fixed. I think across, I'm getting kind of uh, weird connotations from this word. Indoctrination. Uh -huh. Yeah, it has weird. It has negative connotations generally, but uh, and you know when we talk when I talk about it here, it's ignoring. It's it because it has very strong negative connotations. I'm taking the strength there, mm -hmm. ignoring the negative connotation and making it positive to change yourself. Although the the thing is, so if you 
indoctrinate or if you, you know, um, well, again, you indoctrinate, whatever, yourself with some ideas that may not be the best ideas, but they are the best ideas at the time of, you know, you setting your, well, programming yourself pretty much. Mm-hmm. So I think I, I would, I prefer a term maybe like subconscious programming or something like, you know, there's there's these like neuro-linguistic programming, there's loads of like psychology programmings or like brain rewirings or whatever. But I, I like what where you're going and it makes sense if you know which direction is the, the right direction. So again, when is the right time for yourself to start shaping your brain into right. something and that... When know. we talked about this last, I think I said that it doesn't matter what the right or wrong is. Mm-hmm. It's just setting yourself something. Okay. No. Just so there is something and it is something that you follow regardless. Mm. Uh, and this isn't, you know, I'm not saying to do this with political views or anything like that. It's only in this sense for things that make you productive or whatever. Mm, okay. Yeah. And again, the reason I, I like the word indoctrination because it gets very strong connotations, mm-hmm. negative connotations, but, you know, that's what gives it its gives it its uh, power, I think, mm-hmm. and uh, importance. Of, yeah, I see uh, what you mean. Yeah, oh. because if you take your enemies, it's like taking your taking your enemy's strength and using it for your for your to your advantage. So kind of. Uh, Kind of like transferring transferring your enemies' um, energy that they put into uh, that they put uh, what's the word pit against you direct towards you okay yeah. and and direct it somewhere else mm. because you're 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 keeping the you're keeping the energy in the word yeah. but you're changing the connotation yeah it's like judo. Right. <laughs> Using the force of an enemy against himself. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I see what you mean. Yeah. But uh, I think, I mean, I just kind of start writing this down before the podcast. So <laughs> as I tried to explain it, it was kind of incomplete. And I mean, it's always, uh, it was kind of incomplete and kind of unpolished. So yeah. 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 I thought, I thought it would uh, be easier to explain, but. I mean, you know, we always should admit our... Mm. Yeah, you're shying away from saying ignorance, aren't you? No, <laughs> you are saying ignorance. I say incompetence. <laughs> but yeah, in right, this buddy. case, I, I may as well say... <laughs> I, in this case, I, I want to look for something... Well, actually... Let me look up this word. Uh, and check if there are any connotations that would be okay okay so we have to admit our obliviousness that uh, sure sure something where 
you are not aware of not being aware. And if yeah, you're, I mean that's the whole thing. What Socratic Socratic ignorance talks about them. Mm-hmm. We don't have to redefine it, and you know, obliviousness is good, but. Oh well, yeah. sure. Um, Socratic ignorance. I mean, let's it, not, it may, let's it may not be argue about, about definitions. Let's not argue about definitions. I'm not arguing, but I've never heard this term in my life about Socratic ignorance. So how how can I say, oh, this is Socratic ignorance when I came up with it? <laughs> well, I'm joking, obviously, but it's like I came to this point, and I shouldn't put a label on it just because it's like someone said it in the past. You know what mm. I mean? It's like, sure. No. Well, I do know what you mean, but yeah. But, you know, we have a whole... In my, dic- in, a, in my dictionary, reason. that doesn't exist yet. Maybe if I research it, then I'll say, oh, that's what it is. Okay, so it's, you know, Socratic ignorance. Sure. But, but uh, in, in this case, I think obliviousness in, in or whatever. Maybe I'm not even talking about the exact thing that Socrates is talking about. I don't know. Oh, sounds pretty similar to me. I guess. I don't know. I haven't read anything about him, so... Yeah. I see what you mean. But as long as we can admit that we are unaware of stuff that we are unaware of, once we admit this, we are in a better position because we are now aware of the fact that we're unaware of things we're unaware of. We're just right. kind of kind of setting ourselves up for always keeping our eyes peeled and, and ears uh, ready for receiving something new that we may not know if it's new or not new because we're just, you know. It's a difficult thing to, to talk about and I'm not a philosopher again by any stretch of imagination. Thing that I said previously may have sounded uh, differently than I wanted to express it, but what I meant was like, remember the secret or the key or whatever the the thing is, right? Yep. You can come to your conclusions by just observing nature and everything, and then you may read something and you're like, oh yeah, right, that's what it is. Oh, so so you know, I discovered it almost like discovered the. The something from the past, the knowledge, while there's no absolute truth. Again, there's just a, a thing that's morphing and changing and always mm-hmm. different. But but these days, it's way easier to educate yourself on things, obviously, because, you know, I would imagine back in the Socrates days, it it was way harder to get exposed to things when all you saw was you know if you're a potter that's what you do you don't travel the world like you know the merchants for example and you don't see the swords makers or something else right you don't even know that that such a thing exists and nowadays we have the internet we have youtube which opens the door for you anywhere and then you start realizing that holy shit dude it's just so vast. Man, like... I was just freaking out about this stuff. I think I mentioned it last week about how I watched some, you know, nature and animals and stuff. And the way they tear themselves, tear each other to pieces, to parts, dude. Like, 
whoa. And it's nature, and it obviously is happening right at this moment, right now, everywhere. But we are unaware of it if we are oblivious like that. We're just uh, not, and it's not a it's not a bad thing. Obliviousness is a uh, is almost forgetful forgetfulness or whatever, right? It's like it's a thing where it's not really something that you choose to do it's something that just happens as of itself and you may may even confront it after well you may notice it after you're confronted by someone you're like oh wait you're actually right you know i'm i'm actually wasn't even aware of such thing so yeah we could we could have a completely full and another episode a discussion on what obliviousness would mean and if it's you know how they say not knowing something does not uh, prevent the rules from applying or whatever, right? It's not knowing. Not knowing uh, does not... What What is the actual... Well, when you break the law, for example, but you didn't know that you broke the law, you still broke the law. Yes. And uh, this is where sort of obliviousness of the law shouldn't really forgive you for for you not knowing but at the same time it's like yeah well the state needs to make uh make you aware of the law where it's really important mm-hmm. where you're likely to break it if you're not aware of it and so we do that uh, yeah i was looking a bit into design and, and how like but yeah obliviousness is just innate part of us and all innate uh, no sentient beings mm-hmm. we're just incapable of, we're, we're we're not omniscient. Omniscience doesn't. Um, it can't exist. That's why God can't exist. She's supposed to be omniscient, mm-hmm. all knowing. Uh, omniscient just can't. Omniscience just can't can't exist. And 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 because of the lack of absolute truths and 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 lives, because of the differing worldviews between people and between you across the dimension of time yeah that's a very good point so i think we can actually end this episode on you know need to do the you know famous or not famous last words but just podcast last words so i liked the the way you put it you your views change on the timeline of, of you know time so <laughs> how do, how how would you put it in a beautiful sentence oh god uh can you, can you not just like cut what i just said and put it at the end <laughs> well anyway so your ideas travel with you through time Oh no! They change, <laughs> and I think we're kind of tr- time traveling in 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 a sense. Oh God! Where is this gone? <laughs> well, we're trying to say the last words. <laughs> so we need to get rid of this last words thing. <laughs> well, it's it, we're I'm bringing it back, man, because I really like the way you said it. <laughs> cool. We're well, out of here. If you want me to. Thank you for that. And uh, if you have it, shoot it. If not, huh? Do you do you have a beautiful sentence? 
I'm not sure what you're talking about. Okay. We're time traveling. <laughs> That's it. See y'all later.